I'm Thomas Gideon, and this is the audio diary of a peculiar character. In it, I share thoughts about food, drink, beer, travel, music, and life in general in five-minute segments. You can read more at the companion site of A Peculiar Character at peculiarcharacter.com. I didn't go to a lot of concerts growing up. The only one that really stood out was, I guess, when I was 13 or so. I was uh, too young to drive myself, and for some reason I decided to enter a just a call-in contest on a local radio station. Uh, I don't know if I was bored or my friends were doing it, I don't remember specifically, but I remember being thrilled at winning, even though I didn't really know the band, didn't really care about them all that much, it was more about winning the tickets, and my older brother had to take me. It was kind of awkward for a variety of reasons, didn't know how to behave, didn't really know the music, so didn't know if I should just kind of stand there and stand still or should bop along like my brother was doing. So I can't say that that left a huge favorable impression and probably informs why I haven't up until recently gone to a lot of concerts. That changed, I guess, about two years ago. My older son went from next to no interest in music to devouring everything he his hands on pretty much. I think that's strongly correlated with him taking up the guitar and how his listening fueled his guitar playing and his experimentation. The first concert we really went to together was Queens of the Stone Age uh, last summer. They were touring for their new album, Like Clockwork, and they had Brody Dahl, who's actually Josh Homme, the lead singer's girlfriend, uh, opening, and they were co-headlining with St. Vincent. St. Vincent was okay, Brody Dahl was kick-ass, and Queens of the Stone Age at that moment became my favorite band, hands down. Whether you like their music or not, and, well, I definitely do, you have to understand that they're actually, they sit at an interesting nexus of a lot of different acts. They themselves came out of the desert rock scene up in the high desert outside of L.A. Josh Homme has been on any number of documentaries. The first time I saw him was on Anthony Bourdain's show before it moved to CNN, and a great episode I urge you to seek out. He talks about how he really didn't have anything to do growing up but music. If you caught Sonic Highways, the Foo Fighter documentary series that was on HBO, and if you can get it on disc or download, I encourage you to check it out. It's fantastic. They also have an L.A. episode. In that, Hami talks about uh, much more about the desert rock scene, about the generator parties going out and filling these vast, empty spaces with loud noises with lots of rock, and how you can easily see that that became an interesting sort of incubator for a lot of the bands that came out of that. And then you understand the special place that Rancho de la Luna, which is where a lot of uh, Josh Homme's creative work takes place, uh, how that's so important to that intersection. All this sets the stage for the most recent concert that I attended a few weeks back, again with my older son. That was the Eagles of Death Metal at the 930 Club. That venue is a, a Washington institution, I'll say, although it's at a new location. It used to be in a Uh, From what I understand, because I never went to the old location, a pretty rough neighborhood. And so I wasn't really sure what to expect based on my wife's stories about going to the old one growing up and seeing a lot of acts in this small venue. It's still a very small venue, but it's actually really, really nice. It's not uh, too commercial in terms of being a little too plastic uh, with a a too polished veneer. It's still the back uh, bar still has kind of a divey sort of feel to it. The venue is just fantastic. There's no bad seat in the house. It's standing room only except up on the mezzanine there are some benches, but it's really, it's so small and the setting's so intimate you wouldn't mind standing through this sh- uh, an entire show. I certainly didn't. 
we got there early enough that we really just breezed right in and got choice spots right at the front of the stage. And we were actually able to interact with the band members on a pretty regular basis. Uh, you know, when they go and slap hands with folks in the front row or do shout outs or throw a goat or, or what have you, we were right there. It was absolutely phenomenal from that perspective. The band is touring, promoting their latest album, Zipper Down, which just dropped as I record this a couple of days ago. It's great. It's their fourth album out. If you like that sound at all, if you like any of their past albums, I think you'll like this one. And I just have to say, again, whether you like the music or not, the energy that they brought to the show was utterly phenomenal. They played a really good sampling across the previous three albums. They played three or four choice tracks off of the new one and then did a kick-ass encore. Again, whether you like the music or not, the energy of that show was absolutely undeniable up through the sampling of tracks from their first three albums, the couple three that they did from the new album, and just an utterly phenomenal encore. Even though the lead singer, Jesse Hughes, told us what he was going to do for the encore, it was still mind-blowingly cool. It definitely ranks up there probably tied for my favorite concert so far with the one that I saw last summer at Queens of the Stone Age. I would like to thank the Internet Archive for media hosting and bandwidth. The views expressed on this program are my own and where applicable those of my guests and in no way reflect those of my employer or anyone else. This show is produced from 100% recycled bits. Except where noted, permission to recycle those further is granted under the Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 3.0 United States license. That means you're free to change this show as much as you like as long as you don't alter credits and you share your changes under the same license. Theme music is Slow Burn by Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com, licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0.